Hey, everybody, it's Andrea. Before we start today's show, I have a super quick announcement to share with all of you. Beginning in April, I'm going to be launching a series of college to career live weekend boot camps to help graduating seniors as well as juniors who are confused about what jobs or careers they might want to pursue when they graduate. So imagine going from confused to confident with at least three different career options you'd be psyched to explore by the end of day one of the boot camp. And then learning the tools, tactics, and the strategies to find those jobs by the end of day two. The boot camp is live and it's led by me over Zoom. And you can learn more about it at College to Career Academy. That's college, the number two, career dot academy. Or you can just look me up on LinkedIn and check out the featured section of my LinkedIn page. I can't imagine a better graduation gift for the college students in your life. Thanks so much for listening, and I know you're going to enjoy my next incredible guest. Hi there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Jim Quick. I thought we might kick things off by flashing back to when you were distracted by the pair of legs that was right next to you. And, and you were, I guess, engulfed with fear, fear of failure, fear of life. As an undergrad, you went to Cal State and yep. you majored in computer information systems and you had a concentration in artificial intelligence. Is that right? That's what I ended up doing. I started out studying electrical engineering and then I actually started out at the UC and then I figured out, wait, they make you take physics the first year and physics is a weeder course where like the average score in the final exam is 17%. I'm like, this is torture and I actually hate physics. I'm pretty good at math, but I'm slow. And so I'm like, I don't want to do this. So I switched to computer science because it allowed me to not take physics for a long time. I, literally, I was avoiding pain. And there's a major lesson in here. If something sucks and you're bad at it, one thing that you're, mo you're most likely to do, especially when you're young, and I made this mistake for a long time, is you say, well, if I'm weak there, I need to put all my energy there because I don't want to be weak. And what the masters do is they say, hmm, where am I strong? And you focus on your strengths. And then you do enough in your weakness areas that you can get by. And just realize that's not, that's not how to become strong is by focusing on weakness. You become strong by focusing on strengths. So I remember I called my dad who is an engineer and I'm like, I think I want to study marketing. And he goes, well, if you want to study marketing, just go market. Like, why do you need a degree in that typical engineering kind of thing? 
So I stuck it out in engineering. And meanwhile, I'm studying computer science and they're saying, well, write these dumb algorithms. Meanwhile, I have started selling a caffeine t-shirt online. And Andrea, I sold a the first product. t-shirt? It was a t-shirt that said caffeine, my drug of choice. This was the <laughs> first product ever sold over the internet before e-commerce had a name. There was Seriously? no web browser. Yeah, so I, I literally sold the first thing. So I'm 22, 23, wearing a size double extra large t-shirt. I'm in Entrepreneur Magazine, like, hey guys, this kid's selling stuff over this interweb thing, except they didn't call it web. But no one even knew what the internet was back then. So I was there. And, and this is something that's critically important. You, you won't see this when you're young. Your view of the world is untainted by 20 years of basically being beaten down by corporate things and knowing how things are going to be and building your models of reality. So for me, I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And I was in like 80 publications as this you know, young guy who doesn't know much about business. And I shut my business down instead of going to Silicon Valley and getting funded and all that. And I did it just because I'm tired of putting t-shirts in bags. I, I sent them to 16 countries. And I'm just trying to pay for my tuition out of my dorm room. And that said, it's kind of cool to be like, yeah, I'm the first guy to do e-commerce. But what I knew was the internet is coming. And if you're young right now, okay, you already kind of missed the 3D printing wave from 10 years ago, but it's still early days. There's tons going on there. You look at crypto. Crypto really, the first paper came out in 2011 on that stuff. So crypto is still relatively young. There's lots of young people in their careers who are just doing stuff that, frankly, most people who are 40 don't understand, right? And everything else you're doing that's just kind of interesting to you, some of it is the future, right? And I'm unusually gifted. I'm a futurist, so I can see the future, maybe better than the average bear. But what you want to be able to do is the things that are interesting to you are likely a career, but there isn't a, a degree in it. I finally was like, screw computer science because they want me to write code for some sort of old thing. Like, guys, where's the stuff about HTML? Where's the stuff about the web? So I quit and I got a degree in information systems, which is how to use computers to solve business problems. And I concentrated on something called decision support systems because we weren't allowed to call it artificial intelligence because the professors had already learned every time we say artificial intelligence, we get disappointed. No one believes us. So we won't call it that anymore. Now, AI is a massive thing and it's real and it's happening. It just takes time. So you have the benefit of maybe 20 years, 25 years, you know, 17 years, however old you are of hindsight. And for most of that time you were a kid and your brain wasn't really tuned into this stuff. It was tuned into, you know, picking flowers and stuff that kids do. <laughs> so or video what, games like my son. Yeah, video games, <laughs> whatever, but you're kind of off in kid land and that's fine. So you have a relatively narrow window, but that means you don't have the blind spots that older people have. And you can say, I think this is going to be something really big. I want to go into that. And for me, it was, how do I use these things to solve problems? So I was out there. You so know, did with you a, know what you were going to do with your degree when you graduated, Dave? I thought I would go get a degree. I wanted to be a CIO. I wanted to go, you know, run a computer system for a company that would just make less work for people because I'm lazy. I don't want to do work. I, I want a computer to do it for me. <laughs> right. So, and I did that. I went, I got a degree in that and I got a job and. I remember I went to my professor and I said, well, I've got a couple of things. I, I'm looking at about $45,000. Okay. This was 19 or no, this was 1995 ish dollars. So that's probably about 70, 80 grand now. And he looks at me and he goes, Oh, you have to have 15 years of experience to get that kind of salary. And I'm like, I don't believe you because I have two job offers right now. And those actually weren't even good jobs because within a year of that, I'm like, I, why don't I just go over the hill to Silicon Valley? And then I was making 80 grand, right? And so can I just back up yeah. for a sec? How did you get that first job and what was it? 
Well, my really very first kind of intern job, I was hired by a hospital. And I said, look, I have this degree in information systems that's almost done. You know, let me let me fix your computers. So they hired me and I ended up running all of the support to teach you know, 500 doctors how to use their computers. Doing work in support is a shitty job, whether it's support, you know, customer support, any kind of support. Because the only thing that happens, people are mad because their stuff is broken, then they call you. And then especially doctors, I can stop a human heart and my computer won't work. What's this mouse thing? You know, all that stuff. So what I would say there, I, I learned a lot about how, how people actually think and organizational behavior. They don't teach you any of this stuff in, in school. People act differently. There's whole different sets of rules in corporations of different sizes and there's different language you use. And the thing that saved me, especially when I finally got that second job, I did the same thing for another kind of company that, that was involved in groceries and distributing food. And after that, I said, screw this, I'm going over the hill. I went to work for one of the big networking companies like Cisco. And every time it was, you know, a $15,000 pay raise every year when I did it because I was in a hot space. And because I, on my resume, I said, well, what's the hottest thing? And I took everything off my resume that wasn't hot. And this was something that was really beneficial for me and that I would offer to you guys. You probably have skills in 10 different areas. And if you put that all on your resume, no one knows what to do with you. So I had a, an advisor. I asked a VP at a company called Netscape, one of the first big browser companies that was acquired and then acquired again, but a very famous company where Mark Andreessen got started. And what happened, he's, he's like, Dave, your resume is all over the place. So I took everything off that didn't say internet. And I got two really fat job offers from that. And I ended up getting, one of them was at the company that held Google's first servers when it was two guys and two computers. And I became a co-founder of a part of that company, which grew to be worth $36 billion. When I was 26, I made $6 million. When I was 28, I lost $6 million. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.